All right, here we go. Welcome to the Woodward's Filmcast with Mitch Abba and Colin Ward. Let's go and make the greatest movie ever! Yeah! All right, hammer! What the hell is going on? What a piece of junk! That's really not the case here. This is a great script. Look, here's the mic. Now you talk, Toyset. Here's your host, Kale Davidoff. Hello there, world. Welcome to this week's edition of the Woodward's Filmcast, your Detroit podcast on movie, TV, news, discussion, and talk. Uh, my name's Kale Davidoff. I'm here as I am every week with my friends. Mitch Haba. And Colin Ward. Our mission this week uh, that we chose to accept was to see uh, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Uh, all three of us saw it, and we were going to discuss it later on in the podcast. This podcast will not self-destruct. Um, but before we get to the discussion of the new Mission Impossible installment, we like to start out um, our film cast every week with a little bit of movie news and uh, headlines. Uh, we want to, I guess, correct something from last week, which isn't really a correcting because they, it was all reported one thing. And then literally, I think after I posted the podcast, they said that Chang Tatum is now officially Gambit in the Gambit movie, which before we recorded the show, they said, uh, no, he's not going to do it. He's, Chang Tatum's out. Posted the show, Channing Tatum's back in. So, fear not, Channing Tatum fans. We are getting the Gambit movie starring Channing Tatum himself. Well, maybe they heard our outcry on. Maybe the that was it. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh shit, we got to cast." Right, him. they yeah, probably course. heard it here on the film cast. That's definitely it. And said that um, <laughs> that that uh, he is back in. You know who might? Who, you know who probably won't drop out of uh, this movie um, is the Ronda Rousey. A biopic. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! You guys, uh, you heard about this? The the MMA yeah. female MMA fighter who's just turning heads every weekend with her incredible skills is going to star in the movie about herself. Mm. It's being reported, or it's at least being um, it's, it's being developed, and we'll about, see if yeah. it happens. Um, not very often you see uh, you don't see people starring in a movie that's about them. What do you guys take about? What do you take away from this? Uh, Self centered. I don't know if it's self She doesn't. Well, she does shit. act, I, right? She does She's, act. She was in Furious Seven. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, if you can call it, I mean, she was basically stunt work acting. Basically, she played. Well, considering a, she Mission, played a badass. Considering Mission Impossible, we just saw. I'll consider yeah. any stunt work. Uh, yeah, acting. it is acting. Um, but I don't really. I I haven't seen Furious Seven yet. Um, so I can't really comment on it. But I know she seems like a good person, and she, from what I have read and here she has a, had a pretty tumultuous life prior life and she's a beast in the ring or the octagon um so i still find it very strange to play yourself in a biopic um but it's been done before like we were mentioning before you got jackie robinson played himself and audie murphy who played himself in a war movie about how he won the medal of honor um those are examples. I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be good or not, or if it will be. I, I it will make money. I know it will make money if it's made, but it's a weird, weird choice to me. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can. We can deny her, you know, dominance in her sport. I mean, it's her stats and are just incredible. Yeah, um, undefeated. Yeah, and she wins in less than <laughs> second, a, less yeah. than a second, minute, minute yeah. average. Crazy. Yeah. But um, it gets me excited about MMA. I don't really care for MMA, but like I, you know, yeah, I I haven't watched her yet. But like you know, well, no, I wanna, tell me when she's gonna be on next. I want to yeah. see this happen. Well, when you can watch an entire fight of hers in a in a gif <laughs> in an animated gif, yeah, yeah it's, it's it makes it's you perfect like it. for this for this generation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, she's cool. like helping the pace of play issues. <laughs> <laughs> but right. um, and I mean, she's a she's a fascinating person. I've I've listened to her in interviews. Um particularly on the Howard Stern show. I'm just an incredible, vulnerable. And she, she's so smart, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I know personally, I wouldn't want my life, right. like, shown through... I mean, like, I would love to have, like, a movie made about me, but then all, like, the responsibility, like, falls on my shoulders for, like, portraying my life. Like, I yeah. definitely She did a want... really bad acting job in that movie where she played herself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. I have seen a lot of the the Jackie Robinson movie that he was in. And he, I mean, he is, look, 
one of the greatest baseball players of all time. He's not a good actor. Um, yeah. I mean, there's no shame in that, Jackie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, you know, it's just, I don't know why he did it. I mean, Muhammad Ali did it too. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, 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 it's weird. Um, speaking, of, I mean, Howard Stern, have you guys seen Private Parts? I have. Oh, is gosh, it, yeah. Is that a biopic of kind of or no? Uh, yeah, he definitely plays Howard Stern in that. Okay. Yeah. But that movie's great. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah, that I mean, it's, movie. It's one of those movies I always saw at, at like Entertainment Tonight and Blockbuster growing yeah. up that I like wanted to rent but like uh, I couldn't. Yeah. Oh, picture that that poster. Yeah, yeah. vividly, <laughs> vividly. <laughs> like but, um, I should see that. What does that mean? That movie is so great. All right, <laughs> so it's possible. But, he, but you know, up at Howard Stern is a personality, and yeah. that's who he. I mean, he is. Yeah. He is him. You know, that's that's. Yeah, he was playing the Howard Stern character, right? Mm-hmm. Which is yeah. yeah. So, he's an entertainer performer, r- right? Or she's um, an athlete wanting to be a performer. So, so I mean, we'll see. I don't know. I, I we, we also talk about I think a little bit before the show, and I, I have this problem with just about everything that happens in this sort of thing with you know true stories being told like the year after they happen kind of thing. I mean, we were talking about how her life is not she's scratching the surface of her fame right now, and they're already trying to make a movie about her. I mean, yeah. it just seems weird. It's the Mark Zuckerberg effect. It's yeah. the Billy Bean effect. Like. These movies that are great stories of people—it's the Benghazi thing, you know. It's it's Zero Dark Thirty. It's like they're taking you know things that just happened and making them movies like mm-hmm. that. Um, I I don't know. You want to? I I always like to think that if I was Ronda Rousey, I'd be like, let's let this simmer a little bit and have someone yeah. younger play me twenty years from now. Yeah. Wait till <laughs> yeah. I do something truly remarkable. Yeah, wait till I beat remarkable. Guy, wait, till I, wait till I beat some guy's ass in the ring. Yeah. And then, yeah. You know, wait till I step in the ring with. Floyd Mayweather, right? I mean, that would probably know. die. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so whatever. More, more power to her. Yeah. Um. Uh, other movie news. Speaking of, I guess it's just like ridiculous movie. Uh, it, this is this has been this has been announced a couple weeks ago. Um, but also in conjunction with another kind of announcement is that um, Sony's making an emoji movie. <laughs> And then this week, uh, I heard that there's 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 a Pez dispenser movie um, in development. Um, what do you guys make of these? I think it seems to be on the heels of oh, the Lego movie worked, mm-hmm. so people are just going for the most ridiculous of of uh, movie concepts. It's almost like, I mean, I remember when I saw the Lego movie was happening, I thought it was gonna be this is just gonna be terrible. Like, what's the <laughs> yeah. point of this? It's gonna be so bad. We were and so it was wrong. Amazing. It was one of my favorite movies yeah. last year. Yeah. So I'm almost getting this impression that people like Sony are like, what can we make that no one think is is even a movie? And and like, oh, someone sent a text with a smiley face and was like, that's a movie. <laughs> I'm trying to picture what an emoji movie would look like. Like, I I can picture a Pez movie. I well, mean, they're both gonna be animated. Yeah, right. <laughs> but like, well, how how do you make emojis interesting? <laughs> like. Is yeah. the story about the smiley face and? I mean, I guess it's a testament to the creativity. Again, it comes we'll down to one of those things where, like, I thought the Lego movie is going to be a piece of shit, and it was like the most human movie I've seen. It was yeah. like really yeah. well done. Yeah, I, I don't know, Colin. You, you what, is this make you angry or are you just like? Is it? I mean, it's one of those things that you, you have to eye roll. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> but I, I wouldn't say it makes me angry just because an original idea is in there somewhere. Even though it's like based on, you know, a device or <laughs> a drawing, preteen yeah. popular yeah. Yeah. objects. But I mean, it's still gonna a be candy an, dispenser. It's, it's an original story, so I mean, that's you know a victory in itself nowadays. That's but, right. It's you know, original. That's I mean, it's I don't know. I mean, it's like it is original. It in will a sense. be an original story. I mean, yeah. it's not like an original like creation. Yeah, of course. But I mean, there's no be... narrative to the emoji. Um, which is a, which is a brand? Am I correct in saying that emoji is a? I, I don't know if this is true, and I'm not going to look it up. But I, I think, think that so. no, no, E M O J I. Maybe I'm wrong. It's just a typeface. Yeah, but they're universal across, um, I, like, what am I trying to say? iOS's aren't they? I don't. Or uh, operating don't systems. Know. Mobile operating systems. I don't know. It's a. And we're back to, <laughs> to uh, Woodward's well, whatever. It, it, iOS talk. It, it's just funny. Yeah. I remember, <laughs> movies are a strong suit. It, it's, it's, it's just funny. I remember when I when I when I saw um, when I saw uh, the GI Joe movie. 
the same summer I saw Transformers 2, I, I believe. Um, I remember seeing in the beginning of the movie, Hasbro Presents, and I just, I was like, <laughs> why am I hitting, why am I sitting here? I mean, it's just, you know, these toy movies and these things that are, I'm, I'm surprised there's no iPhone movie yet or anything like that. I mean, there's a, I don't know. There's but, a Facebook but, movie. <laughs> but but it, 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 it also begs the question to me that, like, emoji I get, I guess, because they're po- it's a popular thing. It's a buzz word. You know, people love emojis. Are, th- are Pez dispensers that popular? That's my number one question. My number two thing is most Pez dispensers, I guess the Lego thing is, is similar, but it's based off other people's properties. You know, it's like you, you get you get Yoda Pez dispensers, you get Iron Man Pez dispensers. Yeah. Like you go out and like that's why you get Pez dispensers because they got your favorite characters on them. Mm-hmm. Which again, Lego does the like, same thing, but yeah. that's a Warner, like Warner Brothers owns all you know, those properties too, yeah. like Batman and Superman and all that stuff. So. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. You could see like a fun concept with the yeah. Emoji it could, it could be pretty funny. They could. I, I don't know, know how much I don't know humor you can. I don't know how, how much how humor. Positive you guys are being about this. <laughs> well, I could just picture them like talking and stuff, and, and well, like, candies yeah. popping out of their faces, yeah, and like the and like the dancing red woman like randomly showing up for dances, like in the emoji movie. Like that would be fun. Gotcha. Maybe. I, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I. It's way too early to tell. Yeah, it, it, it does really seem really stupid, but you know, like the Lego movie surprised, and anything could happen. I can get on board with an emoji movie. The Pez movie yeah. is a mystery for me. It's nostalgia. Is there any, that will be like the main appeal. Is it's there like people any, who grew up with Pez would be like, yeah, right. <laughs> it's hilarious. But <laughs> but, but all these young kids are gonna be like, I don't well, get like it. Pixels. I mean, like no one gave a shit about that. You yeah, know? Well, it's that's like, that, Adam Sandler. I know, but I was surprised no one went to go see it because of you know I thought the shirts you get the nostalgia draw right because all those you know the '80s generation right now who's sitting at home with kids are gonna go out on a Saturday night and watch a movie about um, Pac Man and, well, and maybe Pong. it's maybe it's because Wreck It Ralph did it first and better and Suppose, well you know let's we'll see them lego movie i mean yeah i don't know i mean the first thought when i'm having pez is not like oh i want to see a movie about pez like <laughs> yeah. the first thought of when i'm well, not, you, you can play movie. with them i mean I know, like I, characters. Look, you know, my favorite screenwriter of all time and my idol william goldman always said like in, he's like his mantra is like anything <clears> can be a movie right like any story can be a movie but i didn't think he meant that like, you walk down the street and pick up a blade of grass and go oh this is a movie you know, or, you know, you, you're eating a Butterfinger and going, man, I'd like to see this talk and run around and fight other candy bars. The, yeah. you're you think you, you, you might be out of something there. Your imagination <laughs> is endless. <laughs> so into this right now. Just, I mean, I, when I was young, I thought of really stupid yeah, shit. I mean, for, like, I mean, of course, yes. I mean... Yeah. With movies nowadays and animation, you can do anything. I'm looking so. at a tape dispenser on my uh, on my my <laughs> desk right now, and I'm wondering if the Scotch tape movie will ever um, come out. And that's hey, that's a movie about Kale's desk. Yeah, yeah. Well, my the de- stuff yeah. on Kale's desk. Now, my yeah. my desk is kind of like the quantum realm <laughs> from yeah. Ant Man. It's, an <laughs> it's an endless despair of uh, mugs and yeah CDs. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Um, my first thought about Pezzes is. It's, what is this chalky piece of shit doing in my mouth? I have Pez dispensers because I get it. I kind of like them. I, I can oh, do like gross. one little strip of them and I'm like, all right, all I'll right. never have that again. Enough of this. We are not, we are not a food show. Um, can we talk about real characters? You know, things with real emotion and heart and drama. Yeah, sure. Guys, it was announced today that, that, that Miss Piggy and Kermit the Frog are taking a break. Potentially forever. I by think, by I taking just, break, you mean they're breaking, they're, uh, they're breaking up? Yeah. They're breaking. They're taking up. a leave of separation. I, 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 whatever way that's you want to one talk. way. I don't, I don't think, that's one way of putting it. I don't think I don't think pigs and frogs can legally marry, so I don't think they're getting divorced. But um, it's a slippery slope. Hale. Well, I've listened to some of these politicians <laughs> say otherwise. You no. know, it's a slippery slope. No, but you know, just I just you know with, with Jennifer Aniston and Ben Affleck, and then the rumors with Will Smith and, and Jennifer Jada, Garner. Just, you mean? I you know this is yeah. This, oh yeah, that's true. That's really the, this yeah. rumor though. Will Smith d- d- defunct it, but I just this is really it's it's uh, hitting home to me. I mean, it's I an iconic couple. They're they're one of the, my favorite couples in all of, ever. Mm-hmm. 
Obviously, we can't. This was a this was actual <laughs> this was an actual press release though from Disney and the Muppets, which is hilarious. It's part of the the uh, marketing ploy going on for the the TV show that's going to start on ABC in the fall, which I am really excited about. Um, I don't know about you two. No, I am. I'm surprised I'm very, we've gone this I'm far. Very, I'll say I'm surprised we've gone this far into this is our seventh, sixteenth episode. Yeah. And I, I'm surprised we have not brought up the Muppets yet because it, it really is like for me it's Star Wars, Back to the Future, James Bond, Indiana Jones, the Muppets. I really, really love the Muppets, They're and funny. I couldn't be more excited for this TV show. Mm-hmm. I, I did you guys watch I'm, the pilot thing that, that came out? I like the ten minute. Yeah. I, wait. Oh, that like the I saw you post it, but I know I did not watch it. Um, so it's like a little office kind of. Yeah. Humor I thing. mean, that's that's the appeal to it. It's kind of like Modern Family. You know, they they interview with the. It's like a mockumentary. But they so make like, fun of it because yeah. they, like they make fun of that style of comedy. Mm-hmm. And that's like always the Muppets. Have yeah, always Muppets been, like, is like very fun spoofy. Of whatever's popular yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, I'm um, really excited for the show. I think it will be really funny. Alan. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge huge Muppets fan. I whenever like something's on by them, I'll like if like a Muppet special, I'll watch it. But it was never something with like my growing up childhood. Hmm. But I always find it funny when I watch it. Did you guys I like see, both um, of them? Did you see Most Wanted? You saw the new, the couple new ones. Yeah, I saw the Muppet movie, which I thought was really good, and I saw Most Wanted, which was all right. I, I love. See, I thought I, I, loved, I thought I Most Wanted it. was really most, funny. Most, see, Most Wanted to me was like my my Jump Street thing, which was the second one was funnier, but the first one was a better movie. Yeah, like, yeah I, I, I think the Muppets is, with yeah. Jason Segel, that movie is like awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it, and it's one of the most. Like genuine films. I mean, that was like his goal. Like growing up, was to make a Muppet movie, and he did mm-hmm. it, and it's awesome, and it's a good tribute to Jim Henson. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, this is—they're kind of being—they're like intentionally being more adult about this show, more than than the Muppets ever have been. And well, just just to that's say, the fan base. Well, I mean. yeah, but also, I mean, people don't realize that the the, Muppet, the original Muppet show in the seventies was not a kids show. Yeah, I mean, a lot no, of people it think like it's SNL. Sesame Street. <laughs> it was like SNL. I'm not, I'm not saying it was raunchy at all. It wasn't ever yeah, like no. it's not what like what they're doing now. Yeah. But, you know, adult comedy has changed in general. So they're being, in a way, this is what their roots are, which is to be a variety show for adults, but also appeals to children. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Very excited for it. Yeah. It's actually like one of the most, I don't know what other TVs coming out soon that I really care about. I'm, I'm interested in Fear the Walking Dead just to see what the hell what? that's all about. It's the, it's the, the Walking like Dead spin-off. spinoff. It yeah. takes place like right after the. It's supposed to like like during during the outbreak, during the so, outbreak. which is interesting to me because it's like okay, we're gonna see how it started because yeah. it's never really been touched upon. And it's set in L.A. I think. And it's set in L.A., which bores me, but well, that we'll that bores me. I, it's we'll to see. me that's like lazy because it means that they all just want to hang out. And they want to like not move. It's easier to do their any whatever. Other than that, I mean, I don't know. Do you guys have shows coming up in the in the fall that you're pumped for? Netflix, otherwise, I mean, you know what? How American Summer just came out. I know yeah, that you're watching that. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm watching that. Uh, I'm almost, I'm about halfway through, and it's very funny. Um, but Rick and Morty just premiered. Yeah, I, I'm trying. I have not even ever sat down and watched the show, but everyone keeps texting it's, me, you'd like telling it. me that I need to watch. You'd it, like so it a I'm, lot. I'm gonna get on it. I don't know what that is. It's a. I'm a huge cartoon and animated sitcom like fan right. so i that's like pretty much all i watch it's on adult swim right yeah it yeah. is um and the it's first adult swim original yeah, yeah yep and the first season aired december 2013 and there are like nine or ten episodes i believe and then we finally get a second season after like a year and a half of of wondering when it's gonna come out and but yeah i can't think of anything coming out in the fall or i'm sure if, I'm, I'm sure the- if something does come out i'll be like oh yeah but like, there's so much TV that I can't. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't even there's think. No, keep it like, straight. New shows that are striking me. I mean, there's returning shows. Right, right. right. Yeah, yeah. Well, good. I mean, I'm good. Good. I hope the yeah. Muppets just takes over well, everything in the fall. Yeah. Well, only like five percent of new shows like make it <laughs> to I a mean, second yeah, season. Yeah, crazy, re- yeah, redone. But you got like shows on Comedy Central, like Drunk History and. Um, uh, Inside Amy Schumer. Well, it, Amy Schumer's a spring show. So, but uh, but yeah, Drunk History and a bunch of other shows are coming back. So, right, right, right. I'm excited to see the Colbert on the late show. Oh that's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's, Colbert, Colbert, yeah. that's one yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm excited for that. And John Stewart ends on Thursday. Uh, so, is that yeah. this Thursday? Yep. Mm-hmm. Jesus, that happened quick. Yep. By the way, there's a great article in the Free Press by Julie Hines about how he's like our generation's journalist kind of thing which yeah is, which is pretty fascinating no i would have to agree um, with that everyone should check it out 
Well, cool. That's basically it for news. There was it was a kind of a slow week for news, which is mm-hmm. which is fine by me. It's, I can't keep up with all these things. You know, I'm getting older and just mm-hmm. with, the, with, the, with the Twitter <laughs> and the YouTube and the, and and the, the you know the, the Hollywood chats. reporters. Yeah, I just can't even keep up. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the reason we congregate here every week is to see a movie and come here and discuss it in depth to the to the the the, the detail that you won't get anywhere else. Um, this week we saw the number one movie this weekend, uh, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, um, directed by Chris McQuarrie. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, what else did he do? He did, um, uh, uh, he's, he's done not a lot, but he did do... Well, watching um, this, it seems like he's done a lot, because he did a very good job for this. Well, movie. no, he did, so did you guys see Jack Reacher ever? No. Did you ever see that movie? No, I didn't see that. No. So... Which I am just looking at. There's a sequel coming out to that, which is an, an interesting. I wonder if that. I wonder if that has to do with the success of this movie. Jack Reacher is not a bad movie at all. Um, I, I like Jack Reacher a lot. Chris McQuarrie directed that as well. He's um, written. A he's lot. written a lot. Yeah. Um, he's and he's done. He's done a lot of. Uh, I believe. He's done like he's the Tom Cruise writer guy. He did. Um, he did Edge of Tomorrow and and Jack yeah. Reacher and Valkyrie. Okay. Um, straightforward action. He also wrote uh, Usual Suspects. That's kind of what he's oh. known for, I think. That's but, anyways, I, I just want to point out that I, I, before we get into this, um, I think it's. I want to say that I I didn't see. I'm a big fan of the franchise, but I did not see uh, Mission Impossible Four until last night, and then I saw Mission Impossible Five right before we did the show. So it's all fresh in my mind. Um, I think they're very similar films, and I think in a lot of ways, Jack Reacher is another movie where it's like, it, again, it's the, if you have, I don't, just don't jump to the opportunity to see Jack Reacher, like, don't leave here right now and watch it, but if it's on, or if it's on Netflix at some point, I'm telling, I mean, it's a good movie, it's just like, I, I, I always thought with Jack Reacher, like, you could see McQuarrie's, like, stamp on that movie and this movie, like, I can tell he's a really good action director. I always th- it's I, I, it's weird because I'm I love Tom Cruise I'm not one of those people that's like oh, I don't he's got weird beliefs so I hate watching him act yeah no but I thought that Jack Reacher he was like kind of too old for that role kind of thing and too short well, Jack Reacher in the books is right, six right, five right, like right, two fifty right. <laughs> anyways um so what I let's just I mean I I kind of want to talk about four too because it's like in my mind I don't know how much you guys remember about that. Um, I think what always what always like um, catches my attention to this whole franchise, even two, which sucks, is that it's always very intense in a, in a fun way. Like I'm, I I was watching the Dubai scenes yesterday, and I was smiling and looking away. I mean, it was really hard to watch in a good way. It was thrilling. It was just mm-hmm. amazing cinema. Um, it's, it's a franchise I love, and I think the mission. My initial thoughts on this movie are that Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation is. It's another great installment to the Mission Impossible franchise and bring out another one. I mean, I, it's like they keep making these movies as simple and fun as they are. I'll keep watching them. I mean, and I don't want... You don't, I don't want, I don't want, you don't want to, him to burn it up. I don't want him to burn it up, and I don't want Tom Cruise to ever leave. Yeah. Do this until you're 80, man. I don't give a shit. What do you guys think? Sorry, I've been uh, chatting along here, but what do you got? What's your What are your initial thoughts on Rogue Nation? Oh, I completely agree. It was a ton of fun, and... You know that opening sequence and the title, the like the title sequence and everything was just like yes, yeah, like I am super like, jacked yes. up. The Completely music is playing yeah. and it was just super fun and I, you know, I really enjoyed it. It was funny, you know, well acted and really intense. Like it just, I highly recommend it. I was I was pointing out how like we're only you know just a month, a month and a half like past the halfway point of this year. And it's already one of the best years in movies I've best summers well, in movies I've ever seen. I think seen. It, at the very least that statement is true for the blockbuster film. Yeah, like, I think for that sure. It's just been a good year for. Big it seems movies. like they've figured it out. Right, <laughs> like they know what they're doing. Right. <laughs> so hopefully, more to come. You know, Kyle, what do you think? Yeah, it's um consistently Mission Impossible is like always delivered a fun, entertaining, engaging, but very smart like franchise of films and this is no no exception um the action was fast p- paced clear and like 
you could see everything that was happening. Right. I was never confused or felt whiplash mm-hmm. by any of the action mm-hmm. scenes. The plot was really smart and kept me guessing, which, you know, after all these movies that we've seen, I think is pretty pretty great great like i immediately thought like oh alec baldwin he's probably the bad guy right, like right, right. and it was like fun to like see that like not actually like play out exactly yeah, yeah. like that um it's just yeah it's just like a it's a fun film to watch it, it just really is and it's just so we've seen a lot of, i've seen definitely seen more action movies this year than i've seen in a lot of recent years and it's a it's a good year for action but it's amazes me that this type of series can have and be this this well done and not boring and like so many other action movies that we see fall into these like similar things and like mission Pos- it's like very almost cliche at some points but i'm never like i never scoff yeah i'm never or like it's weird it's a weird take, thing it's, I, mean, they... I don't know what it is about this franchise that that does that for me but um I really enjoyed Rogue Nation, um, front beginning to end. Mm-hmm. I think it's part of like the the realness. I mean, at least in the last two movies. I mean, the, the lengths they'll go to make you know that it's a real stunt, and to make you like, it's like one of those things where, in an almost Indiana Jones way, I, I see Tom Cruise and I see Ethan Hunt. There's no like separation there, like or even a Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man, like. But in Ethan Hunt's case, it's it's like he does, you know, when 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 Simon Pegg in this movie says uh, it's 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 crazy, it's like death defying, but not impossible. I mean, that's just what I imagine <laughs> the production it. meetings are like. Well, let's have Tom Cruise hang onto this plane while it takes off. Yeah. You know, um, I, I don't know. It, it's part of that dedication, and that you when you as an audience member, you buy it. I mm-hmm. guess I, that's that's for me at least. It's like I feel like I accept it. Yeah. Yeah. You because you can see it, <laughs> you know it doesn't. They're not. I mean, in certain parts, like far shots and whatnot, they're hiding his face. But like, you know, he is doing most of the stuff when you need to see him doing it. So it's like fun. You know, it's super fun to actually see the actors, you know, doing the stunt and fighting and all that. And and Mission Possible, I think, has really like gone down in having like move. All the movies have like big and great set pieces to them yeah yeah. there's always like one or two scenes from a movie like that that scene was like great mm-hmm. i mean the number one the scene at langley like yeah. breaking into the vault is like iconic right. the one in four on, on burja yeah. Khalif, i think it is yeah is great i think we had some really great ones in here too and i love that mission possible doesn't try at least i don't get this impression doesn't try to outdo its previous i mean it does no, no, it, it does, does it, but it, but it doesn't, doesn't. But, you know, yeah, it doesn't. yeah. I, no i agree and that's what i kind of liked about it. i mean i think look i mean just i'm like smiling talking about it i think the dubai stuff is like you're not gonna outdo that just mm-hmm. the way that whole scene played out and 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 knowing it was coming and then watching it was like it was like an incredible it was an incredible moment last night watching that for the first time that movie to the point, actually, where, like, I was kind of exhausted after that scene. Where, like, the rest of the movie didn't live up to it. So, you know, in this movie, right, they put the they put the craziest stunt in the first scene. <laughs> yeah. And I kind yeah. of liked that because we saw it in the trailer and, like... Yeah, they marketed the hell out of that. And, yeah, and, and but I liked it because it was like, all right, that's out it's, of the way. Yeah, it's, it's over and done with. And, yeah. and, like, we can focus on the rest of the movie now. I, I really liked that. I thought it was a smart decision because... Mm-hmm. And Kyle, I think that's part of your point, and I think that they knew that. They're like, we're not going to outdo this Dubai thing, and in terms of cinema, I mean, mm-hmm. this was a crazier stunt, I think, because yeah, it's, it's less, it's less you're like putting, controlled, I think. You're, but yeah, you're putting he, the, your main on, actor you know, on a plane. Right, he was harnessed up, completely on the. Dubai but the plane thing. could crash. Right, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so. the, the building's not going to tip over because Tom Cruise is hanging from it. But, um, but yeah, I think that like that's their point. It's like, look, here's a cool scene. All right, you all saw it. Now let's get on to what this movie is. You mm-hmm. know, um, yeah. And I and it didn't. It, it I wasn't exhausted, and it and it just kept being interesting throughout mm-hmm. the whole film mm-hmm. in terms of action. Yeah. In um, plot too. I mean, oh, I mean, definitely in plot. In, yeah. No, no. I think this is the best since the first one for mm-hmm. me in terms mm-hmm. of like a crazy cool plot that like I bought into too. Yeah. There were some details that kind of like went over my head, but I knew exactly what was going on the whole time. Like, yeah, yeah, right. you knew 
the main the main plot was very easy to follow but yeah yeah it reminded me almost the plot of like old school like 50s and like early 60 like movies where like this political espionage and i mean this is mission Impossible strong suit throughout the whole years it relies on that yeah but it was very like very i don't know just like had like an older just like not trying to like go crazy with like twist and red herrings it, it's just very like yeah i, I, I don't no, know I it's mean, just it was very smart and very well thought of plot yeah. so. so obviously i mean this is a late 60s tv show originally mm-hmm. um so there you know it's it's a tribute to the, its origins this mm-hmm. film and i think the fourth one i mean mitch you and i were talking about it earlier how different the first movie is from the rest of them mm-hmm. the first movie was very like it's not much of an action movie it's a it's you know it's a spy it's movie, a spy yeah. movie and it's all about tension and that sort of thing and they kind of took it and and kind of made him another like james bond kind of character mm-hmm. um which is fine I without think, completely I, abandoning but the spy i stuff. think that i think that as good as three was I think that it, it kind of abandoned the spy stuff and got more into like being a born kind of that kind of movie. Um, and I think the last two are so perfect in like being a crazy action movies, but also having this Hitchcock flair to it. Exactly. I really like the, the scene in four where they're trading the diamonds and the and the nuclear codes mm-hmm. is just like the most intense thing yeah, ever. Yeah. And then the opera scene in this movie oh, is like so a great. clinic in editing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like and music. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was just it was like like I'm not kidding. I'm not just saying this. I think Hitchcock would if you just watch that scene, forget the movie. If you watch that scene, he'd be like impressed to hell with it. Yeah, I he mean, would. it's 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 very North by Northwesty, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. just the, the sneaking around and the the tension of there's yeah. a shooter there and there's that shooter there and what what is the, everyone's motives here it was mm-hmm. it was awesome yeah. i don't know mm-hmm. i mean that's i mean mission possible always come to mind tom cruise but the series to me has always been a real director showcase i mean we have de palma woo jj abrams brad bird and now mccurry mccurry yeah. as in each of them are definitely put their own stamp on it but also like maintain the tradition of like mission impossible films and what that feel is mm-hmm. but they're luckily given like creative <laughs> creative ability in which i mean this is what different from like a lot of superhero movies out today it, they have that character they have that personality um no that, that, and, that's yeah that is yeah. interesting I, mm-hmm. I actually don't even think about that that all that five movies and five different directors you don't really get that that often with mm-hmm. um franchise movies you, you you don't even get that with bond anymore i mean sam mendez is kind of becoming that it looks like he's on his path if he wants to he can direct those movies till he's dead um yeah so yeah that's interesting i don't know and they and they do have their own stamp yeah. on them I mean, we yeah. talked mm-hmm. about it at the beginning but like yeah uh, for sure but, and it, it but even though it's like i do see a jj effect on all three of them even obviously the one he directed but i do see this and i think maybe simon pegg is just a a, a, a matter he's the fact of that like it's as much his movie at this point as it is uh tom cruise right i mean simon pegg is like a huge part of this film Mm -hmm. in every way i mean he's comic relief yeah he's the comic relief but he's like a huge plot point at the end yeah, of the he's film like i mean it's like the second main character right so yeah. and, I, and i think he adds to the fun he, you know where mm-hmm. the first one isn't as it's like not as much not, fun as these yeah, movies it, it, yeah, simon pegg yeah. simon pegg definitely brings out that flair in this that's like mm-hmm. um which is what it needs it definitely needs it makes a better movie i mean i'm not saying the first mission possible isn't good it's a great movie but they they're different movies yeah they are like we've mentioned so i was really thrilled with um let me get her name right rebecca ferguson um as Ilsa Fra- Faust, she's, which is definitely a Bond character. She's name. beautiful, yeah, right, yeah. It's true. but um, I mean, Mission Impossible. We don't really get great, strong female characters a lot of time, and I loved how this character was completely on Ethan Hunt's level. Mm-hmm. Saved him a bunch of times. Was the most complex character I think in the whole yeah, in the whole movie. It's hard to oh, tell yeah, what sure. side she was on. Yeah, numerous times I'm like, what. The- and then, and then, I mean, I was so thrilled that at the end there wasn't this big kiss scene. I thought I saw it coming, but it, it didn't. Yeah, I was, no, like, I was the same way. Finally, yeah. like this strong, independent, badass mm-hmm. female that 
you know, can hold her own and doesn't need to make out yeah. with Ethan Hunt. I mean, we can say the same thing about the writer wrote Edge of Tomorrow, too. Same thing with Emily yeah. Blunt. And hey, yeah, she's a badass, right? too. What? I haven't seen that movie yet. Well, she's oh, a badass no, character. Emily Blunt is a badass character. I read this later. I'm not going to take credit for thinking of this <laughs> while I was watching it. Um, but Rebecca Ferguson's character is named Ilsa, and she lures Cruz to Casablanca. <laughs> Yeah. And oh, Ingrid yeah, Bergman yeah, plays yeah, a character right. named Ilsa, yeah. and she actually kind of looks like Ingrid Bergman. Yeah, no, she does. I don't That's know if that was just a little bit of a like, like, yeah, we know movies. <laughs> I expected Tom Cruise to be like, "You're getting in that BMW." <laughs> By the way, I love <laughs> whether you like it or not. I love the pool. He's looking at you. I love the pool spying. she has in the middle of the desert. Everyone, her neighbors <laughs> must hate the shit out of her. <laughs> Who is this woman with this, this Olympic-sized pool in the yeah, backyard? Right. We don't have any water. Yeah. <laughs> Rich British people coming mm. down here. Although, one, my one complaint about her, I've noticed in recent films... When there is a female action star who's a spy, seems like her only weapon is her legs. Like they're always like flying around and like using their legs to crack people's necks and like get on top of them and stuff. I feel like that's overdone. Because why is it? Why is I understand that's like the yeah that's like the yeah that's like the you know the sexy Sexy, thing to put in. It's like oh hey hey, they get their necks cracked, but at least they get you know two women women's (laughs) legs between their you know (laughs) on either side of their head. But Uh, it was kind of cool though. It was cool. They set up that end move earlier in the in the movie, Mm -hmm. right? And then when she did it at the end, Mm -hmm. the whole crowd I was in, which was packed by the way at two forty five on a Tuesday, um, the the whole crowd was like. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Holy crap! I mean, yeah. it was like vicious. Yeah, that was good. I, I would say also that knives always seem to come into play. I mean, especially if if, if you guys are watching True Detective, that it's a weird theme with women yeah. and knives right now. I don't yeah. know why. So, I don't know why that is. It's like knives and poison. Yeah, it's always a, a female's weapon. Right. Very strange. But um, no, that's true. Um, I mean, I still liked her in it. I liked her a lot in it. Um, but yeah. I also and, and and I also liked I always like Alec Baldwin and I'm glad you brought up um, that he didn't turn out to be the bad guy because you know they're making another one and I thought the whole movie I'm like I hope he doesn't be a bad guy because he could be so good like you know being a part of this team and be fun to watch him have a larger role in another movie and I think that's obviously what they're setting it up for and that's great he's like you know he's gonna be their M you know mm-hmm. their leader um, so I I don't know I'm mm-hmm. down for that I think it's cool yeah. I think it's worth noting too that while while we talk about how we're not tired of this of this type of movie, I mean it does come out it comes out every like four or five years, so it's like long enough to forget that you love Mission Impossible, but still short enough to not ever it be out of your mind. And I think I mean, how many Marvel movies have there been this year? I think there's three or four scheduled for two thousand fifteen. Uh, yeah. So like a superhero movie every three months. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, it's it's and super also, refreshing. They, also, they also, like, also take their time with these movies, right? Yeah. Like they they, it's like almost like they you can tell they want to make a good movie, mm-hmm. right? They're not just releasing yeah. one every two. I mean, it's yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They have a like, franchise I, I, that will last until Tom Cruise leaves. But here's but the then thing. they'll replace them with the thing, somebody. Will, will they? Jeremy Renner. I, I think that. No, well, I think that they've they've kind of. It's interesting that when this movie, when 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 in '96, when Mission Impossible came out, it was a clear like, it was a clear James Bond competitor kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Especially since before that, there were rumors that like they were going to go after Tom Cruise to play James Bond. You guys don't. I mean, before '95, when Goldeneye came out with Pierce Brosnan, James Bond was in total disfavor. They no one had any idea what that franchise yeah, yeah. was going to be like, so it wouldn't be out of the realm of them to hire an American to do it. That being said, it was a clear like, oh, this is exact. This is this is like an American James Bond. And Ethan Hunt is a you know a brand new character, and he's gonna be that guy forever. But I think they've kind of formulated themselves into more of an Indiana Jones thing, where if the time comes to replace Tom Cruise, it's gonna be like it's just not gonna be the same movie. I mean, I can see that. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I I don't see myself jumping to the opportunity to watch someone else who's thirty doing this role in five to ten years. Like I don't know why. I just it's a it's it's kind of his thing now. I mean, again, it really, it really they're, they're, is look, his like franchise mm-hmm. role. Look, if if six is his last one, which could very well be, 
I don't. I mean, they're not going to not make another one. Obviously, just like Indiana Jones, they're going to make mm-hmm. uh, another one with another character. Except, you know, is it going to be Ethan Hunt or is it going to be like in the same world? I don't know. I, I just it's it's weird. I don't want to <laughs> see anyone else play this guy. I really don't think. I think Tom Cruise will be Ethan Hunt up until he dies. Even if it's it's not Tom Cruise like starring in all the action, I always think Tom Cruise as Ethan Hunt. Right. will be in this movie somewhere. Yeah. But, so maybe one one movie he'll be, I mean, when it's, he's older and he can't do as much action as he does, he'll be like the mentor of someone new and that can be an ushering into... That's very possible. Right, yeah. But I, That's probably I, most likely. As yeah, long as Tom Cruise likely. is alive, I do not think he will ever not be in... Be uh, Ethan Hunt. In, in, be in a Mission Impossible. Okay. I don't think a Mission Impossible movie will be made without him being in it. Yeah, yeah, I, can I agree I with that. I mean, I, I'm just yeah, because it's 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 become really the Ethan Hunt movie, not Mission Impossible. I don't know. Um, do you think Jeremy Renner could could take over? I mean, it's weird. He you know, he tried to take over the Bourne series, and now uh, <laughs> Matt Damon's coming back yeah. to do that, which I which I think is insane. Anyways, like I don't get that. I but. think that was their plan uh, to have him kind of do that, but I don't think. Gonna, I don't think so. I don't he, think he is not, he is nine years younger than uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah, it's not that much younger. Yeah, I don't think they'd do that. They already have their characters pretty well established. Yeah, I, I just yeah. don't see Jeremy Renner. Yeah, Ethan Hunt has over. that charisma that Jeremy Renner's character does. Tom Cruise really is fifty three. Yeah, he's. You can kind of tell. No, but it's you know it's one of those no, things. Where, like, I think he looks great. Yeah, he, he looks, looks good. He looks he, good, but he also does look old. And well, you know what? You know what? You know what? His hair. His hair is like it's confused. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't know what he's supposed to do with his hair. It's a lot right of now. dye in that hair. There's probably a lot of dye. It's definitely thinner than mm-hmm. it was before. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the only thing that makes him age. But yeah, but he can uh, still run and. Do athletic things. I mean, like, clearly. I mean, yeah. I, well, the, there wasn't much running in this, actually. <laughs> I, lo- no, I love that not. the first shot of him, though, was just him sprinting right. the oh, yeah. fuck after him. He just comes plane. up on the hill. He's like, I'm here. <laughs> I'm back here. Open the door. I'm open the door. here. I'm Ethan Hunt, and I am sprinting. Yeah. I'm running. Yeah. So, what was your favorite scene in the movie? The opera. Oh, the so opera was sure. it's the opera so was great. incredible. I mean, yeah. It just was. It was the best scene in the movie. I had was, no clue what was going to happen. Yeah, I didn't either, and it was and it was intense. And when he sh- when he shot the, the the chancellor, I was like, yes. Yeah, I was like, who I was do like, you shoot? Speed style, shoot the hostage. This yeah. is great. Right. Yeah, and I love you know, uh, Nessun Dorma, the that song that everybody knows from Turandot mm-hmm. or Turandot. I don't know. I'm not. Cultured. Uh, <laughs> well, you, you clearly well, you know the song. You know the song. I know the song, but but that, I know the song because it has recently been used in so many like movies and TV, and it works every time. That and it was an underscore throughout the film. Like it, it appeared that you know you know the song when you hear it. But it was one of my favorite way um, movies that's used in is in the end of uh, the the hockey movie Goon. It's you know it uses it's used perfectly and it's used perfectly in this uh, in this scene as well. It just builds tension, builds tension until you know we get that shot and it's just like whoa, uh, holy crap! I think that was that scene was like such a great throwback to Mission Impossible yeah. One was, too. While it wasn't silent like the main scene in Mission yeah, Impossible right, One right, was, right. it it wasn't all dialogue. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was very, it was almost, it was very Bond-like in, mm-hmm. in a sense. Um, yeah. And I liked the joke, like the commenting on like Tom Cruise's height, like when he was fighting that guy on the on the, <laughs> yeah, light, on the lighting yeah, rig, and too, yeah. and he just like starts standing up, and it's like, oh, he that guy is huge compared to, to Tom Cruise, and you know it's nice to see Tom. I mean, he obviously beats the guy, but like he's getting his ass kicked. Like Tom Cruise. He's not always kicking ass, mm-hmm. which is you know nice to see. Well, the, which, which is why I loved seeing, you know, Rebecca. Ferguson. Sorry, I mean, I'm gonna get her name right. Rebecca Ferguson's character save him a few times. I mean, yeah, yeah. He's not this unstoppable force, right? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> he's the gambler. He yeah, keeps, he keeps getting uh, his luck, but the luck comes from his team. That's like the kind of the theme in the last yeah. two movies, right? Which is like in that opera scene. Going back to it. What I really loved and what I really got a big laugh of was when they were on the roof and she had to take her heels off. <laughs> and I'm like, this is he- taking your heels off done correctly, no, no, where was, Jurassic I, World just fucks that all no, up. No, Paula Patton did the same thing. Yeah, in, yeah, in, in, in number four. four. Yeah, yeah, I noticed last night, yeah. 
So this was like, I thought, a clever way to finally address that <laughs> rather than Jurassic World addressing it and not doing anything about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it literally takes like four seconds to, to plop those shoes off and, mm -hmm. and it gives you everything you need. Well, and I like that. Uh, well, he had him. He had, wait. That was in this one, right? He had her. She had him take her, take him off, right? Yeah. He was like my shoes. Yeah, she was like, you take them off. Yeah, I was like take my shoes off. And he's like, you male hey, action hey. star, take my heels off. <laughs> yeah, I will not run in heels. You yeah. want me to run? I like it when they get down the when they get down the the roof through that rope and they like start walking away and then the the thing just yeah, collapses. Yeah. Well, was, was, what was your biggest laugh then? Was it that? Um. Actually, it was, it came from a moment that wasn't. It was in the film, but the audience that I was seeing it with, there was about thirty to forty people in the theater. They were really into it, and like, it was a late showing. It was like um, eight o'clock, which started around eight thirty. The um, <laughs> the scene when uh, they realize they have the only copy of the that information with like the ledgers of all the people with all the money and everything, mm -hmm. and like. Benji, tell me you made a copy. And he's like, of course I made a copy. And then, like, it was really quiet. And this guy in the crowd goes, oh, Benji. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Everybody was super into it, which made the experience yeah. so much better. Uh, there were, it, I think this was definitely the funniest. Yeah, out of it the, was. There was a moment where I really laughed out loud, like hard, but I forget what. Yeah, it was. I think the car chase when when Jeremy Renner and Ving Rhames are like <laughs> yeah, they see him yeah. and they kind of stare at they kind of yeah, stare at each other good. like they do like the little wave. <laughs> yeah, and that. then they're trying to back uh, up. Also, like, Austin Powersing it back and forth <laughs> to get out to get the four. <laughs> <laughs> no, I also like though too at the end of the car chase when I think this is the, what got the whole crowd laughing the most in my theater was when Benji was knocked out and he wakes up and he goes oh look out look out look out <laughs> that might have been it yeah yeah and then the car hits him and yeah I, I keep I keep wanting to not like Simon Pegg for some reason I mean I lo no no I love him but he he's become sort of this like he plays almost the same character in every movie where I'm like this is gonna be the movie where he just sucks but he steals the show in every I mean he's, he is Star Trek to me. He is uh, Mission Impossible. Um, the the movies that he like sucks in end up being bad movies that nobody sees. Like um, Paul, I actually like. Paul. I haven't seen Paul. Paul's pretty funny. I think you'd like that. Um, but so it was Ted before Ted, basically. That movie. yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, but uh, what's it came out recently? It's like something fear. He plays like a writer that's losing his mind, and oh, it's very yeah, surreal. Right. Very yeah, yeah. surreal. Um, I never saw it, but no. I didn't get good reviews, so right. I just kind of skipped it. But he's great. I mean, when I first saw Shaun of the Dead, I was like, "This oh, guy's yeah. hilarious! Like, this guy oh, yeah. is going to be huge." Um, even at fourteen, I had the foresight. And he is in, <laughs> he is in Star Wars now. We know. Yeah, he will so, be a, a minor character. Right. I don't think he'll probably just be in what one he'll scene. Be, but he's got to be in a JJ movie. So. Yep. I mean, I I totally agree. He's is like the same character in every in every movie, but I don't think he's in enough movies where like I will get sick of him. Like yeah, he's not in true. every other that's movie. True, right. As this, he's like right. in a movie maybe every year. Right, he's kind he, of the mission impossible of movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Every once in a while. Every once in a while. Yeah. Or of actors. Did, I mean. did you like uh, the villain? Yeah, no, I did a lot actually. <laughs> I you know? actually liked him. I thought he was. I thought his voice was a little silly at first, just like now you're going to do this just very very quiet and very or you get look it's it's the post chris nolan world we have to have a, a weird talking villain in our movies he looks like a rat like he just looked evil what's his name sean harris lane yeah he 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 was good i expected at the end that was spoilers <laughs> yeah, I mean, actually well we haven't really spoiled anything uh um, but spoilers, at the end when they catch him, they basically lure him into a trap like a rat. Uh, he, I'm surprised he doesn't shoot himself in the head. Like, he had a gun. And he is literally going to lose I everything. Think, oh, I think it's a little too much maybe for this. this I don't know. It's kind of a family-friendly You were just, yeah. you just... There's no blood in this movie. That's true. But we saw a girl get shot in the head in the first... That was, I, I didn't expect see that. Her. Well, you we know, saw again, it, but we didn't see blood and everything. Exactly. But we, we could have got him like holding it to his head and then the shot... It's like, honestly, you're in that position, and all he's done, like, what are you going to gain from 
staying alive. Like, I don't know. Maybe he'll he got a lot of friends in a lot of places. <laughs> I, guess. I, I wouldn't. It'd be interesting. I was actually thinking this since he didn't die. That it would be because, like Philip Seymour Hoffman at the end of three is gone, and at, at the end of four, that guy just dead as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, since he's just kind of knocked out. Since he's not dead, I, I wonder if they'll consider having a direct sequel. Well, yeah, maybe cause because I guess the syndicate isn't dead technically. I, I mean, could definitely see them doing. Is like, there somebody a higher up that's ordering him around, or maybe? And I wonder if if they're thinking this might be his last film, um, uh, Tom Cruise for Mission Impossible. Maybe they are considering that they'll have you know a kind of a longer story maybe. to be wrapped up. Maybe because um, I was yeah I guess it was weird to me that he didn't die. Just considering the the rest of the villains in this franchise. Yeah. I, could, I, I just fully expected him to shoot himself in the head in that scene. And it didn't happen. I could see them using him as like... Almost like... The Hannibal Lecter. Like, like Hannibal, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Having to go to him and get more information about future bad guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't over jumping for joy over the villain or his performance or anything but um well i kind of like that we didn't see him a lot I yeah of. i mean too. i don't know that made him scarier to me he was we, we yeah, never, he, he never really interacted with the i mean i like that especially the part where he it was creepy actually when simon Pegg was saying everything he was saying mm-hmm. that was weird to me you know it was and, and because simon Pegg couldn't move because he had the bomb on his chest it made it very robotic it was freaking me out a little bit yeah okay I almost could have gone for like not seeing him at all, and it might have been even better. Mm. Or maybe at the beginning and the end, and not like having the scenes with him and um, Ilsa. Yeah. Or just because he was really creepy, like in Shadow or something. That would be, I guess. But those scenes, those scenes with Ilsa are important. Presence. Those scenes with Ilsa are important because they're making us question whether Ilsa is to be trusted. So. I mean, obviously he's evil, um, but yeah, I liked him. I I, I liked him a lot, um, and I've seen him in stuff before. I just couldn't couldn't think of what he's been in. Where now? Now do we want to rank him? Yeah, we go with yeah. that. Yeah, I think I think we should. Um. Ooh, he's in Macbeth. The upcoming Macbeth. Oh, the new Macbeth movie. Yeah, he plays Macduff. Oh. Um, ranking them. Or or just more. Where does this one fall in? Well, what do you uh, what do you think? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay, look to me. Honestly, to me, it's pretty easy. And and I don't. It's it's weird. I think I can't believe I'm going to say this that. Uh, the second one's the worst. Yes. Oh, sure. of course. Yes. But I can't I can't believe I'm going to say that I think the third one is my least favorite of the four of them because just simply because that movie was crazy action-y and not as much suspenseful yes. for me. Even as good as Philip Seymour Hoffman is in that movie. Philip? And, and Philip? <laughs> I know. Philip? Philip? Um, and, as, and as much as um, that movie saved the franchise, for yeah, sure. Yeah, rebooted. Uh, rebooted. I mean, it was almost 10 yeah, years. Yeah, it, it was a long no. time. Well... 90 i don't know it was it was, it was like eight years after so yeah, it was, 2006 so, so about nine, nine yeah so it was like eight or eight, eight to or ten nine. years after yeah. the second one um I, I think that i think that the uh, man i don't know fourth and fifth are tied for i me. think the fourth and fifth are because the they're, they're actually really similar in yeah. in terms of like what made them good and what and ma- then what makes them so good is they stand alone like you don't necessarily had to have seen yeah. the previous ones to be able to watch this one you could watch this one and still have a great time and know exactly what is going on it's not it's not like a extremely cerebral overarching plot or anything Colin. it's so hard. i mean two is the worst but the other four are they're all really great and i admire them all for different reasons so when i say that I think the first one is ranked number four for me. I, I mean, it's I love the first one, and there's so many great moments in the first one. But it's I think it's the weakest out of the other four. I guess if I wanted to be nitpicky, 
Then I would go with number four, then number five, and I just re- I really like three, but I love Philip Seymour Hoffman, so right. yeah, that has a lot to do with it. And I mean, number three, I mean, to me when I saw it, it was shocking. Yeah, like, I remember that too. It was yeah, dark, it, it was and scary, yeah, and right. um, I don't. Know. So that's that's kind of. I think I. I Talk like, about family friendly. I mean, don't you remember like Philip Seymour Hoffman? Spoilers, spoilers. Or he's like, he's like, like run over by a car or something, right? At the end of the movie or something like that, or gets hit by a truck. Isn't that what, isn't that what happens? I haven't I seen it in a while. It's, yeah, it's been. A it's while. like something really gruesome. I think. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds right. But yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm not gonna dance around this. The first, my favorite. This one, fifth, the Rogue Nation is my second favorite, I think. And then, and then Ghost Protocol, and then the third one. But just because, again, as good as the first, as good as Up to Dubai as this Ghost Protocol was, I did, I did find myself kind of tired after after that scene. So I think the half, the second half of the movie kind of is lackluster. Um, and then this one, I think, is just it was it was consistent throughout. Very consistent. Yeah, I like that we mm-hmm. got that car chase, like you know, in the second half of the movie, and it just kept getting that was more yeah, and more can, intense. I, I I gotta applaud the or car motorcycle chase, chase. I guess. Well, the, the car and motorcycle chase. You realize there was there was almost no music throughout. Yeah, it, it was, was just really, the sound of re- the engines. And, and, and look, I'm the I'm the biggest like proponent of film scores, film scores. But it's yeah. I also have to know when to not use it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the the speeder bike chase in uh, in Return of the Jedi. Just hearing the sounds mm-hmm. is the music, and it, yeah. it was the same thing in this scene. Just the the, the motorcycles and just watching them make those turns was action mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. You know, so. it looked like he was actually riding those motorcycles. It seemed like I think he was. Yeah, yeah I mean, it looked like I it. don't know how fast you have to be going to actually. Um, get really low on your bike, like while you're turning. But his knee like scrapes the ground at yeah. one point. It's like Jesus, the insurance policy in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I really I loved it all around. Very good film. I found myself holding my breath during the uh, the scene when he jumps into the water to like hit that. That part was a little confusing. What they were actually doing? They were you know taking all that information, but. He jumps in the water. I was like, she had three minutes of holding her breath. Like, I found myself, like, <laughs> like just breathing deep. <laughs> well, it's, it's so funny that Simon Pegg's character is like, oh, Ethan can do it. And Ethan's like, what, what the fuck yeah, are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. <laughs> See, piece of cake. Oh, shit. <laughs> Almost dies. Cool. Yeah, so you guys recommend it, I, I assume? Of course. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like I said, I mean, I didn't really rank mine. It's been a while since I've seen three and two and even one um but yeah i would have to put this and four like kind of tied like they're both really really good so anyway so i think i think we all uh we all do recommend this movie correct definitely definitely, definitely. Go see it's yeah very it fun. really is a fun it is fun, fun and, I, and I think movie. i think between the scenes we've seen in mad max and this movie it's going to be interesting to see if specter tops this at all with i just think the action scenes have been so amazing this year mm-hmm well, I think you know. We'll see. I don't know. It's got a, it, the James Bond is supposed to be the action movie. You action know? spy like, movie. Nothing's yeah. supposed to substitute for it. But they've just been. I don't know. There's a lot of competition out there now. Yeah. I and, mean, yeah. I think James Bond, and I mean, I I love the James Bond movies, and I like the Mission Impossible movies. I think I like them both because they are very similar, and I think they do they do smart smart action, which. Yeah, they I, do. I, and then, I don't, I don't think the Daniel Craig ones are that similar to what we've got. With no, Mission probably not. not. I not do. As, not as much. Not as Mission, much. Daniel Craig, James Bond is very dark. Like, yeah. they're definitely more dialogue. But, I, but wait, they, look, they are similar, possible. right? They're based yeah. on gadgets most of the time. I mean, again, Daniel Craig's aren't. But yeah. they, you know, the, as far as the franchises go, they're they're about guys who travel the world. Travel the world. It's yeah. all about locales. It's all about one big stunt movie. It's all about. Um, you know the the gadgets are huge in both of these franchises. I think that's what separates them from like Born and mm-hmm. like you know it's it is about like using technology and stuff and like this kind of like sexy non realistic technology too, which mm-hmm. is kind of like the allure to both these franchises. So there's definitely similarities. Um, I do think that Mission Impossible tends to be lighter than James Bond for mm-hmm. sure, especially recently, but also just in, as a whole. Um, you know. I just I don't know. We'll see. Well, I think after this year, they, the Oscars, the Academy has to really consider a stunt coordination 
Academy yeah, Award. No, they I really agree. have to. They, I they mean, do. The, the, it's been so good this year. Between Mad Max, this, and just really every no, I mean, other every, thing. Everything, really. Yeah, it's everything. Like, it's been great. So. Some, and, you know, even in these CGI-based movies like Ultron, I mean, you you underestimate the stunts that go into that as well. Um, they are they do exist and mm-hmm. they are as impressive. And sometimes it's the coordination has to do with mixing both of those things. So yeah. I mean, as you saw in the water scene, I mean, half of that was CGI yeah, in this course. movie. Yeah. But although I did read that they did shoot a lot of it underwater, yeah, he, he tell, did hold but, his breath yeah. for some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, it was underwater, but a lot of it was embellished with. Mm-hmm. the stuff around them yeah, and, the, yeah. and the, you know obviously the speed at which they were being thrown around and stuff mm-hmm. like that that was really the only time in the movie where I was like CGI I yeah. mean of no, course yeah, yeah, like yeah. I know like oh I'm watching something that's probably CGI but it looks good right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah. but that yeah that was definitely the only time where I was like CGI yeah, <laughs> yeah well, definitely yeah, one of my of I don't know like one of my favorites of the year yeah. I mean as far as fun goes it's one of my favorites I just like it was fun mm-hmm. I don't know yeah yeah I mean yeah, for sure, one of the most fun I've had in a, in a movie theater. Yeah, right. Well, we end every uh, film cast episode with uh, Netflix or video on demand recommendations. Um, we each give a different one. Who wants to start, Mitch? You look like you're ready to chop yeah, sure. it a bit here. I mentioned it earlier, um, but uh, Friday, they, Netflix finally released the Wet Hot American Summer first day of camp. Uh, prequel to the wet hot american summer movie you both haven't seen it and Mm -hmm. i keep telling you you need to watch it uh it's very absurd it's an absurd style of sketch comedy um and you know put on by the guys from the state uh or at least most of them david wayne directs and um i have to promote this movie because it or this show because it's very funny um it like explains a lot of the absurdities that you just like wouldn't ever expect to be the backgrounds for why something was in the movie mm-hmm. um and like character backgrounds and everything and there's a lot of cameos a lot of like guest actors in it like um john ham's in it and uh john or what's his name um john slattery uh from Mad Men, and they're just everybody is really funny and the episodes like fly by like i finished more than half of the se- of the season in you know one night and i'm probably gonna finish it tonight um and my friend uh my roommate when i lived out in la he works he worked on it as a post coordinator so nice um so yeah i you know very proud and excited to see more so nice way to go and if you if you like the movie you're gonna love this so obviously yeah, I gotta, I gotta watch both. I will. Yeah. I actually will. But because it's, it's like, it's getting to the point where like to just have conversation with people. I need to see at least the movie mm-hmm. <laughs> because everyone keeps talking about yeah. it. So, um, Colin, what are you recommending this week? I'm gonna recommend something that was also just put on Netflix: The Skeleton Twins, uh, with Kirsten Wig and Bill Hader. It's a movie that was released. We were just talking about this, yeah, right? Yeah. It's Bill Hader. It's yeah. Bill Hader. Yeah. yeah. And it, I actually watched it just right after we had the podcast last week. Nice. And um, really surprising, surprising movie. I mean, of course, there's comedic moments in there. And, but it's a really darkly comedic movie um, about this brother and sister and their troubled childhood and how that's affected their lives today. And um, it's just a really great great showcase for both of these comedic actors as dramatic actors um some really really impressive stuff and some deeply touching and funny moments and luke wilson's also in it who i haven't seen for a while um i love i love luke wilson yeah that was was great under the underappreciated wilson yeah Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's a that's a really great and different movie um if you're a fan of kristen wig and or bill Hader, um definitely check that out cool um, on the heels of the genre, I'm going to recommend uh, a Jack Ryan film, which I think maybe all of them are on Netflix. Mm. I know that. I know that. Yeah, Clear and Present Danger is right. I know Patriot Games is. Red, uh, the one I'm going to recommend is also. I'm going to say this too. What I absolutely don't recommend is the Chris Pine Jack Ryan movie uh, that came out a couple oh, of years yeah. ago called Shadow Recruit. I'm a big fan of the character. Holy shit. It is so bad. Okay. Um, and it is the example of how you don't take these characters and, and try to do mm. this with them. But 
I'm going to recommend The Hunt for Red October because Alec Baldwin is in it as Jack Ryan, and he is um, also in Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Um, so it all comes kind of full circle for his career, I think. Before he was the funny guy in 30 Rock and SNL, uh, he was an action hero. So um, Hunt for Red October, is, uh, if you like the genre of these kind of like spy movies, um, definitely check that out. And if, if you like Sean Connery, too, it's on Netflix. Nice. Cool. Hunt for Red October. Cool. Well, um, that's it for our, our, our Rogue Nation mission here at the Filmcast. Um, as always, we love to hear from you. I know a lot of people have seen this movie. So uh, I want to hear what people think. You can email us at woodwardsfilmcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at woodwardsdet. Um, and we'll get together next week and discuss another film. Uh, for Colin and Mitch, I'm Kale. We'll uh, see you next week. Take care. Bye. Bye. This has been a WoodwardsDetroit.com production. Your Detroit Avenue to alternative pop culture talk.